this can be. Go. Hello, everybody. We are back. New system today. No more anchor. RIP. Mm -hmm. We're back on the Zoom. On the Zoom. Old reliable. Yes, sir. Um, it is Saturday. We are going to do a recap of the last Wednesday's performance because it didn't record. So we're going to go through that. Um, and then we'll give you another rundown of uh, the rest of the AFC East teams. North. AFC North teams. Um, so starting off with the Bengals because they're the best team in the NFL right now. Uh, they do get Daxon Hill at the, top, at the bottom of the first round. I think that's a dirty pick. He's an animal. Physical safety. He's going to be good in coverage, good in run protection. Um, and he's going to help this defense. They need defense. It's pretty obvious. They need all defense. So then we move on to the second round here. They go defense again, <clears throat> secondary again. Um, they get Cam Taylor Britt. I, I don't know how much I like this pick. He's from the Cornhuskers. Little Nebraska boy. All right. Um, I like the fact that they're adding to the secondary, which is probably their biggest uh, caveat right now. Mm -hmm. You know, they had Trey Hendrickson in there. They have Logan Wilson in there. They have Sam Hubbard in there. So they have um, people up on the interiors and, and linebacking core, but secondary has been rough. So indifferent about this pick. I think it's a talent that could produce, but there's definitely better options in the second round, in my opinion. Uh, then going on to the third here, again, defensive player. They go interior defensive tackle, Zachary Carter from the Gators. They had a great defensive year this year, um, 2021. So I think it's pretty decent talent. Um, they didn't necessarily directly need a defensive tackle. They have DJ Reader and, and BJ Hill, which are both okay options. Mm -hmm. uh, but the can't, Bengals it can't hurt. It can't. Nothing can hurt. The Bengals defense was horrible last year, and they know that, and that's yep. fine. Um, so I like these three picks immediately off the bat. Just get defensive players. Yeah. They took no skill positions, which need, was great. They didn't need skill. No, they didn't. Um, so then they go to the fourth round here and get an offensive lineman, Cordell Volson, who I actually think is going to be pretty dirty. He slots into that left guard spot, which is the only position on the line where they don't have somebody really decent. Jonathan Williams at left tackle is 24 and, and is already a stud. He's going to be dirty. Ted Karras, we've seen Ted Karras in, in New England. He's pretty decent. Um, Alex Cap had a great year last year. Leo Collins made the Pro Bowl. So. Yeah. You like that, and then you get Cordell just slotting in there, left guard, perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, moving on to the fifth round here. They don't have a sixth-round pick, uh, but they do have a fifth-round pick. These are all their picks because they won the Super Bowl. They just got the end of the draft here. Um, so you're looking at another secondary player, another safety. Tyson Anderson from Toledo. I think he's going to be decent, um, not compared to Daxon Hill. Uh, we were looking at the uh, – the depth chart here, and it does show Daxton Hill at corner, which mm -hmm. I think is one crazy and not going to happen. Uh, and then Tyson at a backup safety position, which that's more likely, but Daxton Hill is going to be starting. So I don't know what they're doing here. I just think they're, they're going to put uh, maybe put him over Eli Apple. Because Eli Apple is just Daxton Hill is not a corner, though. He really isn't. He, like, there, there's he might not be a corner, but he still might be better than Eli Apple at corner. Maybe. Maybe. But I, I would like to look. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, maybe you throw Cam Taylor Britt out there as more of a – I mean, he's not even on the um, – he's not even on the – oh, he is. He is. He's third. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'd slot him a little higher. 
in my opinion, second round pick. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. Um, and then rounding out the draft here with the seventh round pick, uh, Jeffrey Gunker from Carolina. Uh, decent <laughs> edge rusher. They don't need an edge rusher by any means. So we were both kind of confused on this pick. Um, seventh rounder. It's, he's a larger man with some athletic ability. That's what you want in the seventh round. Uh, when you got Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson, Trey Hendrickson, who led the league in tackles, and Sam Hubbard, who had like what double digit, not double digit sacks, but up there. He's up year. there. Um, he's flying. So maybe this kid can come in and learn something. I don't know. What's your overall grade for? It was okay. I just thought it was okay. I'll probably give him a B. Yeah, I'll probably agree with that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought it was. <clears throat> They filled the holes they needed with not the best possible best, guys, I yeah. thought. But it is what it is. Maybe they know something I don't. They definitely know more than us. 100%. Uh, going to the Steelers now, they had a much different draft where they had very big holes that they needed to fill. Hmm. Uh, in the first round, they do fill the biggest hole with Kenny Pickett, my number one overall quarterback uh, over Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Uh, and he does get drafted. He was he did go to Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett, and now he gets drafted by Pittsburgh. <coughs> he did seem like the most quarterback ready quarterback. And that NFL was in the draft. Ready NFL ready quarterback. Thank you. That was in the draft. He's a very good pocket passer, and the Steelers love that. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm very okay with this pick. And right now, their quarterbacks are Mitchie Bucket, Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, and then another person that they draft at the end. Uh, then they go to the second round, and after losing James Washington and Juju this offseason, you need wide receivers. So they pick up George Pickens, who is a very good wide receiver from Georgia. Uh, he looks very NFL ready, and he'll pro- I believe he's already the third wide receiver. Yeah, he's already the third wide receiver. What are the odds of Pickett and Pickin in the first two rounds? Pickett's going to throw it to Pickin. I know. Exactly. Hopefully he doesn't throw a pick. <laughs> <laughs> good one. <laughs> Come on, man. That was good. We're going to hear that joke. We walked again. right into that. We're, we're going to hear that joke again <laughs> once the season starts. The announcer's going to get all over that. Tony Romo is going to say it. Uh, going into the third round, they take DeMarvin Leal, uh, defensive end from Texas A&M. Oh, he is very good and he can play the inside or outside. Uh, do they need another defensive end? No. They have Stephon Tuitt, Cameron Hayward, TJ Watt. They've named everywhere down there. Older names, though. I mean, Cameron Hayward is like 32. He's yeah. still dirty. Oh, he's insane. He's insane. Yeah. So you're just getting young talent. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. I mean, this, uh, we all can come in here and learn from one of the best. Yeah. And Cameron Hayward inevitably retires in a few years, and this kid comes in. Sure. Uh, in the fourth round, they draft another wide receiver. The boy. My boy. Calvin Austin, the third. He, he can run a 4-3. He is 5-8, though. But he is dirty on the actual play, NFL field, so whether you can get him the ball. But I believe he can just burn everyone. So. Yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely looks like a weapon out there. Just speed. Speed kills. He's speed and he's shifty. Speed kills. Mm-hmm. In the sixth round, they did not have a fifth-round pick. They get a trade from Kansas City and take Connor Hayward, hmm. the fullback from Michigan State. Uh, he's actually in here as a tight end on their um, depth chart. 
but they draft him as a fullback, and he is the brother of Cameron Hayward. Uh, me personally, I think this is just his brother's Cameron Hayward. His uh, this uh, Connor Hayward might be good. They have two bro. They have two sets of brothers on the team now. Yeah, the Watts and the Haywards. Yeah, so this is yeah. And normally, one brother is much better than the other. Obviously, like Derek T.J. Watts, obviously much better than Derek. You don't say. <laughs> I would say. Oh, Derek Watt. <laughs> Hilariously, they're it's both a defensive end with Cameron Hayward and TJ Watt, and then a fullback with Derek Watt and Connor Hayward. Well, I feel like you know you have these massive brothers, TJ, uh, the other one, um, JJ, JJ, obviously. JJ, yeah. um, they're huge. They're, they're, they're and huge. then you got Derek Watt, who is inevitably going to be a large individual. He's probably like six two. He's just not. Yeah. Six, well, seven. okay. Well, he's larger yeah. than most people. Yeah. Um. So you know he's not going to go in there and be an elite defensive end, but he can go block, block oh. for a little bit. <laughs> Where else are you going to throw a bigger guy that can't really catch, and can't play defense? Fullback. He shouldn't be on the team. He's still a talent. It's just a brother talent. Well, that um those intangibles matter. Oh yeah. Your brother, on so the your team? brother, everything. Come on, that'd be great. Uh, going to the seventh round again, it's three seventh round picks. Uh, they take they take trade from the Jets and they take Mark Robinson, a linebacker. Uh, just like the uh, D line, they, they have moderately old linebackers with uh, Devin Bush and Miles Jack. So you get some young talent right here. He can hit the hole. I don't know if those guys are old. Miles Jack's My, like 48. No. Miles Jack has been in the league for so long. He was on the Jaguars for so long. He was on the Jaguars for like four years. He's not that old. Devin Bush isn't that old either. Yeah, no. He, he, they both are. I don't think so, man. Miles Jack is he's only 26. I take it all back. That's what I'm saying, bro. These kids are not old. Just, Marcus Allen, their second linebacker, he's like Fucking 48. <laughs> He's out there. Well, they take Mark Robinson, who can hit the hole very hard and he can make a read very quickly. Okay. Whether that is the right read is a great question. And, I, I'm fine with that. Yes. So he needs to learn. And when someone like comes up to him and gets on him, like a lineman, he can't get off of it. All right. Interesting. He's got to learn. He's just got to learn. He's got to learn. As long as you can hit the hole, he's going to find you a place to go. Facts. Uh, and then finally, with one of the last picks in the draft, you know, you got Kenny Pickett. You got Mitchie Buckets. You got Mason Rudolph. You don't know if any of those are going to be good. Let's go get another one. They picked Chris Owakadon mm. from South Dakota State. Uh, he has – he is okay at everything he does. Nothing is bad. But nothing is fantastic, but he can throw, get the ball out of his hands pretty quickly. Okay. Quick so, release is massive. Quick release, yes. But he does get hurt a lot. Hey, so we say about these seven-round talents. It's just you're looking for something. Mm -hmm. some quick release. Sure. A lot of quick release in the draft. Um, that's it for them. I'd say my overall grade is a uh, – I think I'm going to go beat it. Yeah, I, mm. I think I went B plus last time, but I'm gonna go B I'm gonna right. stay with my B minus. B minus. Yeah, it's just okay. It's just okay. It was okay. 
both of these were rather okay drafts. I feel like the um, uh, was the oh the Steelers needed a better draft, obviously. Yeah. Uh, well, the Steelers needed an offensive draft, but there was no offense. They didn't need a defense. They had a defense. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's just a defensive draft. Mm-hmm. Take, what you, take what you can get and move on. Move on. Um, well, I think that's it for me on the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the break, we will do the latest news and the schedule, which you already know which one it is. Mm. Uh, we shall see you there. Welcome back, everybody. We got some latest news going here. Some moderately big things, just all, other than that, a lot of signings going on. Some lesser names, some bigger names. Uh, I'm going to start it off with the commanders who have had many bad things in their current stadium with it, you know, breaking and almost falling on people, sewage coming out. Pretty sure there were some rats at one time. Not looking great. They needed a new stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have now finally uh, bought land for it. And we have seen some nice build architectural renderings of mm, it. Architectural podcast. Yes. Uh, some renderings of it. So they are moving to a new place and they should get a new stadium. I think it's going to be built by like 2027 or something. All right. All right. It's in the works. In the works. You want to go this one? Um, yeah, we're just going to go down the list here. Uh, we've seen a lot of Colin Kaepernick news, not NFL related necessarily. He hasn't been playing for quite a while now. Um, this is his third team since uh, his stint with the uh, 49ers mm-hmm. way back, what, 2018? Back. Keep going. Again. Yeah, yeah, it might be farther. Um, so he, he's working out with the Raiders now, which is pretty interesting mm-hmm. considering they have Derek Carr, who's not old, and they have a good team. So They just don't have a backup. They don't have a backup. Well, Colin Kaepernick has your backup, can't hurt. I guess, but the – I still think the media around Colin Kaepernick is detrimental. No, it is. So, I don't know. That's my opinion on it. Uh, I think if he does bad, I'll go. It's going to be a backup. It's going to be a backup. But, like, people, media people want him to be start. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, if he goes to this Raiders team and he's not getting a lot of burn, that's just a distraction for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to another quarterback here. Uh, we did learn some more information about uh, Dwayne Haskins when he got when he was in Starcraft. Uh, he was drunk and on drugs. Intoxicated yeah. during his passing. Which does not help his case at all. No, it's just a sad fact. And I mean there isn't a case he passed away. It's you know, it's his case is over. Mm-hmm. Sadly. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. On better news, Jadavian Clowney, who somehow still gets big deals every year, um, re-signs with – oh, God, is this, it's the Browns. Bruh. Browns are just acquiring talent right now. Well, they um, had them last year. You just got hurt. Yeah, they're just stacking up a on-paper squad. Well, they're just reuniting the Texans, Deshaun and right. uh, Jadavian Clowney. Um, well, he gets an eleven year, eleven million dollar deal as one year. David Clowney is a good. He, he is good, but he's only good for four weeks out of the year. You're gonna pay him two point five million dollars a week to play. He gets like six sacks. A no, game? no, sure. six sacks all, all game. game. Yeah. <laughs> all right. 
Okay. Then I'll believe it. So uh, more than that. What? So there's more than that. He's getting six sacks yeah, a game. We can only go. How many sacks? Get 24 sacks in four games. Be a record. That would literally be the record. Yeah. 100%. Uh, going to a running back now, Daryl Williams, the old Kansas City Chiefs running back, uh, leaves there and now goes to the Cardinals with oh, James Conner. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Chase Edmonds' piece. Yeah, went to the Dolphins. Uh, I'd say this is much better for the Cardinals than it is the Chiefs. But the Chiefs Agreed. just have uh, CH now. I don't know. It might be a McKinnon. That was the name that was coming. JD McKinnon, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah. Don't worry about that. All right. Uh, yeah. It helps the Cardinals a lot. They needed a second. Um, definitely. CH. Oh, it's Ronald Jones. Oh, and they have Derek Gore. Yeah. Derek Gore Jr., who's uh, uh, Frank Gore's kid. Is it Frank Gore's kid? Yeah. Okay. Um, he's fast as hell. Mm-hmm. Well, they got Ronald Jones as there too. That's yeah. Kind of, you got fuck. You got CEH in there, and then two fast running backs. So. Mm-hmm. Juju, Juju has a number one receiver right now. Dead. That's crazy. Dead. I bet Sky Moore is better than. No way. You want to go to the next piece? Um, <clears throat> of course, some more signings. Uh, the Ravens improved their secondary, which okay. Um. Uh, they get Kyle Fuller from the from Bears, little older gentleman, but man, can he play cornerback? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Ravens love that. I don't think they necessarily needed like crazy amount of defensive help, but you take it when you can, I guess, right? Definitely. Uh, going to the last bit of news, actually, I do want to read you here. Uh, Indianapolis had some fun over the weekend. Mm. First, they signed uh, Tyson Williams, the running back from the Ravens. Bro. I don't know. I don't fully agree. Not that I don't agree with it. I don't know why they needed it. Just for a third running back, because you have Jonathan Taylor, the best running back in the NFL, and Naheem Hines, who's a, one of the best passing backs in the NFL. Yeah, but running backs are disposable. Not right. disposable, dispensable. Dispensable, yeah. Um, you know, all Jonathan Taylor needs to do is tear an ACL, big rip. Then Naheem Hines is your starting running back, and who's behind him? No one. Exactly. So. You go pick up Tyson yeah. Williams. It is what it is. Uh, I don't think they signed to a massive deal or no. anything. So well, it's just a little bit of insurance. And then they also go up and pick up a backup quarterback. Of course, you know, try Carson didn't work. So like every other team, they just go and pick up Nick Foles. Uh, doesn't get a one-year deal like most would expect. Goes and gets a two-year deal. I don't know. Who, we need to do a case study on Nick Foles' agent. Because, oh, my God, this man is putting in work. Yeah, I know. This dude's putting in work. Nick Foles hasn't signed a one-year deal. He signed a single one-year deal and then died. What? On what team? On the uh, Bears. No, the Bears just had his contract from the Jaguars. No, he signed a one-year deal one of the in-between Oh, he did? Teams. He did? Just a one-year deal, then he broke his yeah. collarbone. No, that was on the Jaguars. The Jaguars, he signed like a five-year deal oh and God. broke his collarbone. Nick Foles, man. So, uh, hey, yeah, he gets paid and does nothing. So now the Colts have a combined like eighty years out of their two quarterbacks. Um, Matt. Um, 
Oh, hard to fight. Oh, no, we should be fine. They're good. And it's coming back. Let's go. Uh, All right. So, yeah, that's pretty much what we got for the news there. Well, now we can go to the schedule. Oh, yes. As you know, it is the Vikings. Of course. Uh, they play the Packers week one. Mm-hmm. Who, yeah. who do you think's winning? I mean, I'm not high on the Vikings at all. So, I don't think they're going to do very good. I, I'm going to go with the Packers week one. I'm also going That would make sense. Uh, Eagles, oh, Eagles week two. Eagles off the playoff victory mm-hmm. question mark. They have yeah, they no, did. No, no, yeah, no. they won. Um you gotta pick. We gotta wait for the mic to come back. There we go. Yeah, it's probably gonna be the Eagles though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Lions. I feel like they gotta beat the Lions. Absolutely. Vikings. Uh yeah, the Saints. The Saints I, are gonna be tough this year. Yeah, I don't know if they're, they're gonna. I don't know by week one, two, three, four. By week four, they're gonna have their offense figured I out. I don't think so. So I'm. I'm gonna have to give it to the Vikings just for their offense is figured out. I'll agree with you there. And hopefully Dalvin Cook is still alive. Mm, that's a big fact. Yes. Uh, Dolphins. Vikings. Mm. You think the Vikings are winning or losing? You know. I guess they're not. I don't know. The Dolphins going to be an insane team. This is Tyree Kill. They just get two running backs. Obviously, two is in there. Help on the O-line. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I'll go with the Dolphins. Fuck it. People have them winning, winning like 12 games. I can see it. I can't uh, wait to do the Dolphins game. I know. I'm still going to go with the Vikings. Uh, Cardinals. Cardinals are definitely uh, going to uh, Commander. Sneaky Commander game. This is a tough stretch here. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to lose the Commanders. <laughs> yeah. If they can't figure out, honestly, though, if the Commanders come out and they, they just shit the bed again on defense, then oh. they're going to be, like, blown up. The yes. whole team's going to be blown Well, yeah, because the, the Vikings are just an offensive throw-the-ball-down-the-field kind of team. Get those chunk plays. If and they, then down and cook. It, and then down and cook. But if you can't do that against the Commanders, then you ain't getting shit. Uh, Bills, so, like, the – those Bills are going to clap them. Uh, Cowboys. The boys should win that game. Yeah. Yeah, they really they should. They should. It's going to be a tough game, but they should. Uh, Patriots. Patriots podcast. Patriots podcast. You already know the answer. Uh, Jets. They've got to beat the Jets. They certainly should beat the Jets. The Jets don't look good this year. Lions again. Got to beat the Lions. Got to beat the Lions. Uh, Colts. Colts is going to be a wild game. Mm-hmm. So I did I have them winning before? No, they played the Colts before, right? No, they, oh, they didn't. Before. Yeah, they're probably gonna lose. Jonathan Taylor's gonna have like really three hundred rushing yards. <laughs> I mean, who's gonna get out there? Who's gonna get out there? If you look at the, if you actually look at the Commanders' like depth chart, who the hell is gonna get out there? Who's gonna get out there on a on a run play to get to it? Um. Montez, no, no, Montez. no way. Jamin Davis can get out there. Cole Holcomb is their fastest linebacker, and he is not fast. Jamin Davis, maybe. He's also a stud, but like, bro, I don't think it's going to happen. He just can't run into Chase Young's sack. Well, I'm still going to give it to the Vikings. Really? Yes. Oh, you're completely off the commander bandwagon. Commander? Yeah. Last year, you were all on the team. We're talking about the Vikings against the Colts. 
Oh, I thought we were on the commanders. Right? Commanders is up there. We oh, both think cool. that. <laughs> or on the Colts and Vikings. Oh, yeah, that would make a lot more sense. Because <laughs> we were talking about Jonathan Taylor. Getting up. You said Jonathan Taylor getting up. Oh, he went to the team, not the Vikings. Yes. Ah. Yes. That's very stupid. Anyway, Giants. I feel like they got to beat the Giants. Mm. Uh, Packers. Packers are going to clap them. <laughs> These are all pretty easy to decide. I mean, and then they play the Bears. They should beat, they should the, beat Bears. the Bears. <laughs> Dead. Uh, in total, you have them getting a oh big count seven and ten. Mm. Quick maths. And I have them getting a. You gotta type it out real quick. Yes, uh, nine and eight. Okay, okay. And they are. I feel like they are a nine and eight team. And I feel like they are these, seven and ten. They're not a bad team. Not a good team. They have a very good offense. Just Kirk they Cousins. have uh, Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. And I do it. Yeah, they have an eh line. An and then line. Kirk Cousins is just throwing stakes at it. Yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, he's nice at cooking burgers, but the dude's inconsistent on the field. It's very inconsistent. Well, I think that's it for us today. We'll come back at you shortly with the other half of the AFC North. Yes, sir. And then some more latest news and another schedule. We shall see you there.